Hello, you are listening to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today, I have John Christensen, Senior Portfolio Manager and Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Portfolio. John, as always, thank you for your time today. John, the first quarter of 2022 saw increased volatility, leading to an overall flat to negative returns across most equity classes. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? Certainly. Yeah, it it felt like after everything we went through in the last two years and headed into 2022, that for the most part, COVID issues were getting behind us. And as a country, we could, you know, kind of move forward. Alas, that wasn't meant to be as the Omicron variant emerged in late 2021 and cases surged to create further delays in our economic recovery into early 2022. Then Russia decided to invade the Ukraine and only added to the supply chain and inflationary pressures, not to mention the spike in oil and other commodities resulting from export disruptions and sanctions. All of this was exacerbated by issues in China as well due to regulations and a dogmatic COVID policy. All these issues generated negative returns in both equity and fixed income markets. With the negative results, however, some markets and investment styles were in and out of favor. Large caps outperformed small caps in the quarter due to the volatility we saw. Growth stocks were weakened by the technology downturn we saw in the first part of the year. You know, speaking of sectors, it it was interesting to note that energy had one of its best quarters in its history with the energy sector in the Russell 2000 index increasing almost 42% in Q1. In fact, in the Russell 2000 index, the only other sector to be positive in the quarter was utilities. On the downside, the sectors that performed the worst were consumer discretionary, healthcare, and technology. With the increase in commodity markets and pricing, not surprising that we saw energy and materials perform well. We should expect to see going forward this ongoing volatility in the markets as these issues continue to impact our economy. John, King Anderson Rudnick portfolios typically hold up better during downturns in the market, given their focus on differentiated high-quality companies. We've noticed during the first quarter of 2022, this hasn't really been the case. What are some of the key reasons behind this? Sure. Yeah, this was a very interesting quarter, and exactly what you just stated, we typically protect in down markets, and that's exactly what we had, uh, but you know we trailed in performance. But when you analyze the quarter in terms of sectors, it was led heavily by energy, which we stated before was up almost 42% in the Russell 2000 index. Energy is typically a lower quality sector given its highly cyclical nature combined with its heavy capital intensity. Utilities was the second highest performer and is also characterized as capital intense with high levels of debt and regulation. We typically avoid or are underweight uh, these sectors across our portfolios. So that was a headwind immediately for us in the quarter. Also, you know, when looking at the attribution for the index, high quality trailed in S&P stock rankings, beta uh, and debt levels. So despite the fact that the market was down, lower quality held up better overall, again, which was driven by those more commodity-driven sectors mentioned above that have been beneficiaries of higher uh, energy cost inputs. 
John, can you walk us through a few names that have been detractors from the most recent performance during the quarter? And also some have contributed positively during the quarter. Yeah, in, in terms of detractors from the portfolio of the quarter, they were Watchwater Technologies, Akushnet, Rightmove, uh, Simpson Manufacturing, and Corvell. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Watts. Uh, Watchwater designs, manufactures, and markets a portfolio of branded plumbing products and systems to wholesale distributors, OEMs, and DIY chains globally. In the current inflationary environment, Watts Water continues to positively offset cost inflation with price over time. And we believe their differentiated product portfolio will continue to allow the company to do so. However, in the short term, you know, Watts Water's margins moderated primarily due to cost normalizations, incentives, investments, and continued inflationary pressures. Uh, in, you know, in terms of those names in the portfolio that contributed the most, they were Drillquip, Aspen Technology, Jack Henry, Teledyne, and FTI Consulting. Expanding a little bit further on Aspen, they engage in the provision of asset optimization solutions. It develops its applications to design and optimize processes across engineering, manufacturing, and supply chain, as well as asset performance management areas. Aspen has seen some stabilization in its core petrochemical business over the last few quarters. It's also seen better retention in sales cycles that are contracting so much. The recent increase in the price of oil has likely improved sentiment for Aspen's prospects as well. Lastly, as we move into the second quarter, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Yeah, yeah. as we move into Q2, this feels eerily like it did last year. We, with hope that the economy should be in growth mode, given where we are in COVID playing out and the vaccine rollout. However, inflation and supply chain issues continue to impact markets and the Russia-Ukraine conflict has only added to those uncertainties and enhanced volatility. This volatility can be difficult to ride out for some investors as they strive to either chase performance or avoid losses. Our goal is to find those businesses that have temporary value disconnects that we can take advantage of while riding out the ups and downs in the markets by having stocks that can persevere during these uncertain periods. This means we need to have patience and diligence in researching for these companies while monitoring our existing holdings for changes in their structural investment stories. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, as always, thank you very much for your time and the insights you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Kane Cast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. 
Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.